0: This past week, on the 15th of November, we began in the Orthodox Church what's known as the Nativity Fast. It's a preparation for us to receive Christ. In addition to fasting, there are increased services. We have what's called the Saranda Liturgon, the 40 Days of Liturgies. So from Wednesday, the 15th of November until the 25th of December, Many churches have liturgy every single day here in Chicago, together with a few of the other parishes. We each have a week where we come together, <coughs> Excuse me, and we serve the liturgy for 40 days in a row. All of this, not just for fun, not just for theatrics, but it is indeed the church calling us back out of the world. In the world, it's easy, as you know for us, to get lost, to get distracted, to forget about some things. Some things that are what define us as Orthodox Christians. Things like patience and love and humility and compassion and all the beautiful virtues that the church has taught from generation to generation. And so it is a beautiful way to, to begin on this first Sunday of the Nativity Fast, Hearing of a gospel that has to do with the salvation of a human being. And Christ, of course, is speaking about a parable. And he says that there was a man that had a great harvest. And he had so much, so, such success in his harvest that the barns, which were already probably a good size, would not fit all of the crops that, the fruits that came forth. And so, you know, there's a lot of different options We could give some of our fruit, some of our extra crops to others who need them. We can share. This man decided, and it's interesting that he says that he spoke to his soul. And he said, soul, this is what we're going to do. We're going to knock down our barns and we're going to build bigger ones. And we're going to store all of the crops in the bigger barns. And we will sit back and be merry. And life goes on. The, in America, we say that we plan and God laughs. It sounds a bit cruel when you think about it. But the reality is that we can plan all we want. God is the one that decides when things happen and when things don't happen. And so, the reality is that each day that passes, we are dying we are one day closer to our death. If any of us denies this, we are not living in reality. We've said many times that a good Orthodox Christian, each morning has a consciousness of their own mortality. That we think about our death, our impending death, every morning. Not to be morbid, not to be dark, but to be realistic, and authentic. When we remind ourselves that this life does not last forever, and not only does it not last forever, but it can be gone any second of any day, we live more authentically. We tend to be more real. We love easier. We forgive easier. We are more compassionate. We have more humility. We are more generous and charitable. We are not so easily distracted from real life. Many times you've heard me say how we tend to have silly arguments amongst ourselves. Siblings, cousins, neighbors, friends, people in parishes, and at the end of our life, the things that we are arguing about, the majority of them at least, will be completely and utterly insignificant. We have the opportunity as priests to be next to people at the end of their life. I assure you none of them are stressing about the things that we stress about on a daily basis at the end of their life. People at the end of their lives are thinking about their soul, what will happen to me. They are thinking about their relationships, my children, my grandchildren, etc., And they are thinking about their regrets, what they wish they could have done differently. Today the church calls us back and says Christ is coming. He'll be born soon in the cave in Bethlehem. And we may not have barns, but we have to make sure we have room in our hearts. That we don't love so many things more than Christ that he will not find room to be loved in our hearts. It's interesting, I read recently that in the Byzantine Empire, Constantinople, when a new emperor would be installed, the king, the emperor, the one in charge of most of the world, do you know who the first person was that would visit the new emperor? The tradition that the Romi had, the Greek Byzantines. Does anyone know out of curiosity? It wasn't their family, it wasn't the patriarch or a bishop or a priest. It wasn't another king. The first person that would visit was a marble man, a man that would make stone. And you know what he would bring him? Three kinds of marble. And he would ask him which one he wanted his tomb to be made of. What a wise tradition the emperors had to remind them that even though you have power and glory and unlimited funds, one day you will be in a tomb like everyone else. So that the emperors wouldn't get too big for their britches as we say. And sometimes even though we aren't emperors, we too get too big for our britches. We think we're better, we think we're smarter, we think we're holier. And as we've said many times, the more spiritual we become, the more we go to church, the more we pray, the more we confess, the more we receive this sacraments, we are to be humbler and less judgmental, less argumentative. If we find ourselves being more critical, more judgmental, more argumentative, more egotistical, it means it's not working for us. We are really not becoming more spiritual. The saints are the example. Christ is the ultimate, of course, example. We pray today that we too will keep in mind that as the days go by, we become closer and closer to the end of our lives. For some it will be longer, for some shorter. But all of us can do a great service to ourselves and our families, and at the very least, be prepared by receiving all the riches and treasures of orthodoxy and finding that we reach the end of our lives whenever God decides, with peace, with joy, and with blessed preparedness. May God grant you all many years, and may he grant especially salvation to all those who love him and keep his name. Amen.